Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Here on White Collars, Red Hands, we often talk about the injustice and unfair punishment that goes along with white-collar crime. Time and time again, we've seen how white-collar criminals get slaps on the wrist or no slap at all for the crimes that they commit. Well, today, on our season six premiere, we talk about a man who really got it stuck to him, who really got bent over and rammed, a man who theoretically was tarred and feathered for his crimes. The least sexy all of those, but I'll take it. Today, we look at Shalom Weiss. The man who got the longest jail sentence of any white-collar criminal in history. See how the story unfolded on today's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. We back, baby. Yeah, season six, bitches. Season six, we finally have more good seasons than Game of Thrones did. What's up? Well, we haven't finished this season, so... All right, but it started... So it's all, that's all that matters. There we it, go. A season can be one episode. That's true. No one tells me what to do. No, we live by our own rules. Exactly. We, the renegades of the of the podcasting. Yeah, uh, watch out. We're world. straight up GEO. Wow, we are so white. <laughs> I know, that's we why I said it like that. We are the whitest people. No, I said it like that on purpose. Not <laughs> that if I didn't say it like that on purpose, it would be just as bad. But. Oh my God. Yeah, but here we are, season six. Thank you for coming along on this journey with us. Yeah, well, so welcome back. You know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't introduced ourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we quit doing that. Yeah, so welcome back. Uh, I'm Kashan, sitting here across from uh, Nina. Yep, hello. <laughs> here I am. That's exactly how awkward she is when you meet her for the first time in real life, too, which is pretty cool. It Yeah, actually, that's an accurate <laughs> description of what I'm like. This is I Nina. remember... Hi, uh, hello. No, I'm like, hi, I'm Nina, and then I don't say anything for a while. That's kind of actually what happens. Oh, great. One time I was talking to an old manager of ours about how I don't know how to act when girls flirt with me, and I just run away when girls flirt with me, and she was like, and she was like well, what do you do when boys flirt with you? And I was like, I also run away. <laughs> like, oh, so no difference. Then. No difference. All I right. just uh, run away when people like me. All right, great. All right, anyway, talk for my therapist, not for <laughs> That could be said for a lot of things you say, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But enough about me and more about, about a boat. A boot? What are you, Canadian more, now? More a boot around the bend. Um, they don't say that, eh? Uh, <laughs> this is, oh my God, where are This is off the rails already. <laughs> and I'm in charge, so buckle up. I had coffee on an empty stomach this morning, and it, no amount of food can fix it. All right. Anyways, today we are going to talk about Sholam Weiss, not Shalom. Which you did. Did you go through? And so, fun fact, Nina thought this guy's name was Shalom. Like For the, weeks. Like the Yiddish greeting. You know, it's just it's just really unfair of his parents to name him Sholam when 
the greeting is shalom. I mean, come on, are you really gonna? You're not gonna name your kid hello, right? You're like, oh, this is this is little hello. That's like naming your kid Halo. 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 Kind of a not kid. hello. Halo. H a h. You know, hole. H a l l o. Hole. Uh, that I, I'm just saying that'd be kind of cool. Halo, great song by Beyonce. Uh, Halo, great video game franchise. There's a lot going behind Halo. Anyways, Sholam Weiss. Who was he? What I kind don't of know. guy was he? Um, Jewish. Yeah, about to, <laughs> yes, very Jewish. He wasn't even just he good. Got it. I'm, I'm a great detective. <laughs> yes, that one out. he is Jewish. But that is not the important part of the story. But he was, thus, or is, he's still alive. So Sholam Weiss is the son of Auschwitz survivors who immigrated to the United States. His father owned and operated a fruit store in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Weiss would deliver the fruit for his father's fruit stand when he was a kid. And his parents had nine children, which I guess they don't believe in birth control. This was the baby boomers, though. Yeah. And I guess if you think you're going to die in a concentration camp, like. Yeah. How many of these little things can we turn out, man? Well, I mean, I if I had a near death experience, I would be getting it on all the time. Yeah, but now there are consequences of that. They got nine kids. Yeah. Also, um. They're gluttons for punishment. I was like, Mrs. Weiss, I mean, she probably busted down there after nine kids, bro. I'm sorry. Weiss was raised in an Orthodox Jewish community. I know that he was Orthodox, but from what I can find, I don't think he was Hasidic. Okay. And Hasidic Jews, you can be Orthodox and Hasidic, but you don't have to be Hasidic to be Orthodox. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. yeah, you're just like a little more strict, right? But you're not like the strictest. Yes, yeah. yes. Like you can, like, can you turn on the oven on Sunday? Um, you know, I didn't if check you're the actually rules. The uh, actual anyone rules. out there who is a practicing uh, member of the of Judaism, you go ahead and message us at yeah, uh, like us. gmail.com. Let us yes. know about the faith. But uh, Weiss received no formal education other than religious schooling. And in my own research that I have done the past few years, it seems very common in practice in all Orthodox communities, and not just Orthodox communities, but all, I mean, this isn't like new things i'm saying right now but any sort of ultra conservative religion there tends to be a lack of education like the amish oh yeah 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 Yeah, they only go to school up until eighth grade he you know had the equivalent of what would be in high school education all you got all you got to know raise barn churn butter grow beard yeah that's it that's all and you learn all that by eighth grade drive buggy Drive Bucky. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Horse handling skills. Yeah, horse handling skills. But um, Weiss did attend a Yiddish-speaking yeshiva. That is a Jewish school. It's not a Jewish school. It's a religious school. Okay. I Just now you know a new word, yeshiva. I, yeah, I'm going to use that every single day. Um, He lived in a very secluded community, and it said that he didn't learn English until he was in his late teens, which is pretty shocking. There are a lot of um, Jewish communities in New York that, like, they don't, like, they don't deal with the outside world at all. And it appears to be that he grew up in one of these. Damn. All I think right. I find that just incredibly interesting just imagine being like you live in new york and you can't go to coney island and get a chili dog like it's probably not kosher anyway oh absolutely not do you think they had all beef franks in the 40s absolutely not (laughs) they were probably made of people in the 40s (laughs) oh anyway after he finished yeshiva he started doing construction work and he purchased the windsor supply 
I'm sorry, Windsor Plumbing Supply in 1974 when he was only 20 years old. And at first I was super impressed by this, but then I remembered you make hella money at bar mitzvah, so that probably helped. Are you saying he used his bar mitzvah money to buy a plumbing supply company? Why not? I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I don't, I am not Jewish, so I don't know what happens to that money, but at some point you probably get to use it for whatever you want. I mean, yeah, yeah. To buy a house. I mean, it's a business, so they, it would be seen as a legitimate purchase. Yeah. Right? I mean, I guess. Um, plumbing supply. Interesting. Well, he made a lot of money doing it. Okay. Windsor Plumbing Supply was profitable for the 70s and most of the 80s. The company brought in about $275,000 a year, and by 1986, Windsor was doing about $20 million a year in business. Oh, my God. Yeah. Weiss says that this is from long hours and hard work. But they did declare bankruptcy in the late 80s. But by the time that Windsor declared bankruptcy, Weiss had moved his family to Muncie, New York. And Muncie is a um, it's another huge Jewish community in New York. Um, In 1989, he and his wife, Goldie Weiss and his wife, Goldie, separated after 14 years of marriage. Man, lost the plumbing supply company, lost the woman. What's left in this man's life? Well, we'll find out. He didn't leave Goldie high and dry, though. He left her with good... Left her down and wet. Oh, damn. (laughs) Disgusting. Anyways, he, he did leave her with a very good separation agreement, which left her very well provided for. The separation agreement also included that he gave her bar mitzvahs and weddings for each of their five children, and he gave, he left her about $100,000 for each event. Ugh, that's half a million dollars. Yeah. Just to pay for well, no, bar mitzvahs and weddings? Okay, but that's for each event, so that's each bar mitzvah and each wedding. No, that's a million dollars. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. God, there's a lot of money in plumbing supply. Should right? we buy a plumbing supply company? Is I think that what we this should. is telling me? Yes. Right. If you take nothing away from this, buy a plumbing supply party. Right. Party. No. <laughs> company. I don't think any of the words in that were right. <laughs> um, and uh, Listen, $100,000 seems like a lot from bar mitzvahs, but they're no joke. Like, I catered a bar mitzvah once that cost about $60,000, and that's my guess. What are they doing at these bar mitzvahs? Is, well, there, is there like a... A, an ice chocolate fountain and like they might and as like live they might as well have so it, they when I the bar mitzvah that I catered it was at my job and we have a two floor restaurant they bought out the entire restaurant on a Saturday night it was all catered by us but then they had a special menu for the adults which included salmon we don't serve salmon so that's extra money and then um, the adults had an open bar and then the kids we had a mocktail for them anyways. But then they had a DJ come in with a dance floor and they shot confetti. So you like the venue alone is like a shit ton of money. And then um, my friend, she works for an event planning business and she just did a bar mitzvah and she's like, Nina, it cost $250,000. It had to. Uh But they make hella money. Like the kids will make upwards of $50,000 or more. Yeah, that's why they spend so much money on them. I, I just... I'd get like 50 bucks for my birthday and blow it all on Pringles at the gas station. Like, and that's why you're poor. Hey, I'm not poor. I am. I'm poor adjacent. Yeah. It's different. We're close. <laughs> We're close. But uh, anyway, Weiss learned a lot from his bankruptcy at the plumbing place, and he started hiring himself out as a bankruptcy specialist. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Are you going through a bankruptcy? I did too. Trust me, because I also did. <laughs> Listen for my mistakes. Here's the thing. I would say make more money than what you spend. <laughs> I mean, people obviously paid him for it. It's so. like, anyway, that's the end. Uh, money, please. Yeah. Well, in 1992, which was the year that I was born, it's a year of greatness, um, Weiss met some people that would ultimately lead to his downfall. Bum, bum, bum. One of the people he met was Michael D. I'm going to butcher this last name. Boltrich. I would like to uh, believe that it's Blutrich. Blutrich. Just like really That's- German like that. Blutrich. Yeah, actually, that is probably head. That makes more sense to say Blue Trick. Blue Trick was a lawyer who owned the topless club Scores on East 60th Street, which at the time was controlled by the Gambino family. Oh, you know, that's, uh, who, who's that over there? Oh, that's that's Mikey Blue Trick, the lawyer slash titty bar owner slash mafia person. <laughs> Great. What an eclectic man. Oh, my God. Um, but Blue Trick, Blue, t- Blue Trick, Blue Trich, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Luckily, I don't, I don't have to say his name much after this. Pick one and stick with it. Gosh, I, gosh, I can't. Anyways, he also served as outside can- counsel for National Heritage. What is National Heritage? National Heritage was a life insurance company that was based in Orlando, Florida. If you if you are an insurance company and you're looking to hire a lawyer um, and you check out a CV and owner of Titty Bar is listed on um, on there, I would go ahead and go out on a limb and be like, don't hire that guy. <laughs> right. Is that just me? Titty bars make a lot of money. Am I being am I being judgmental and prudish by saying I don't want a lawyer that operates a strip club on the side? Well, he probably doesn't include it on his resume. I don't include Waffle House on my resume. Yeah, but you can find it out, you know, like unless I need a lawyer for like breast related crimes. <laughs> <laughs> There's, then this guy has an expertise, right? I'm like, okay. He stole my titty. <laughs> Did somebody steal your titty? Michael Blutrick is here. <laughs> He's the titty lawyer. I'm going to get your titty back. Michael Blutrick, the titty lawyer. 1-800-TITTY-LAWYER. <laughs> <laughs> the lactation lawyer. Uh, no. <laughs> the lopsided lawyer. Your titty's lopsided? Let me help. <laughs> he just kind of like... It's like moves him back into place. So like, ah, got it. That didn't yeah, take gotcha. any law. <laughs> Just my expertise, my, my hand. Just <laughs> easy fix. Well, Weiss met Michael Blutrich and Lyle Pfeffer. <laughs> these guys got stupid names. I like. I was like reading the, these articles and I was like, this has to be made up. But it wasn't. Anyways, um, they all came up with a way to scam national heritage no way yes now this is where you think the story turns into them getting into trouble with national heritage but you're wrong because there's another thing that's going on at the same exact time okay so there's more bad stuff first in 1994 weiss was indicted on mail fraud charges because he had claimed that over one million dollars worth of bathtubs had been damaged in a 1986 fire at his company warehouse he went to trial in manhattan and was he was convicted and sentenced to eight months in prison In 1996, Weiss was released into a halfway house. In early April of 1996, Weiss asked for a four-day furlough so that he could spend Passover with his children at their home in Muncie. 
he was given the furlough. Now, Kishan, do you think he went to spend Passover with his family? Um, I'm going to say that he spent Passover um, sitting in his $1 million worth of bathtubs that this guy obviously still has. <laughs> sitting in his... Where are you going to hide a million dollars worth of bathtubs? Like, they can just walk into the warehouse and be like, that's like 75 fucking bathtubs. That's actually, it's probably way more than that. I feel like it's a lot more than that. I don't know what the average cost of a bathtub is. Just what an easy crime to figure out. Be like, wait, do you have the bathtubs? Well, that's why he went to jail. He's like, oh no, there was a fire. All my bathtubs got destroyed. They They melted. Look at all these fucking bathtubs, you asshole. (laughs) Uh, well, he did not spend Passover with his family. So Weiss somehow persuaded Donald Trump's Atlantic City Hotel and Casino to fly him and a hot 23-year-old to the gambling resort. And they stayed in a complimentary $700 a night suite and wagered $70,000 in gambling. What a way to spend Passover. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Let me pass over this bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is a good one. Thank you. Season six is already <laughs> popping off. <laughs> oh, no, I lost my spot. All right. Well, he ended up getting caught, but he had the time of his life. I'm sure that was way more fun than um, spending Passover with his kids. Yeah, fuck, fuck my kids. I'm going out this 23-year-old and doing blow in Vegas. And, and you know what's so gross? I'm pretty sure that she was probably younger than his kids at this point gross bruh nasty he, well he did spend passover with someone's daughter he so did that's, 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 that's all that matters that's good that's all that matters um his he was initially charged with escape but then the charges were dropped so but i mean i guess yeah it's stupid though you like weren't you were he technically was he's like let me get out for passover and they let him out for passover and are he, you, you allowed know, though back. i thought you weren't allowed to like not go where you said you were going I don't know. I've never been indicted for fucking fraud. Anyways, he got away with that one. So, all right, back to the scheme with National Heritage. This is how it worked. This is how it worked. Weiss and others siphoned $450 million from National Heritage Life Insurance Company. Federal authorities say that it ranks as one of the largest insurance company failures caused by criminal acts in u.s history oh my god very interesting that's a lot of that's a lot of modifiers on that though that's like that's like the, uh, <laughs> the stats they bring up at halftime for a football game when they don't they don't know what to talk about they're like yeah this this is actually the most yards passed for by a quarterback on a thursday night in june in ann arbor michigan so from someone who grew up in iowa so that's great yeah yeah that's fair largest insurance company failure caused by criminal acts in u.s history okay that is fair (laughs) that's a very niche i'm just saying niche i've broken a lot of records if you do that yeah but whatever i don't think i've broken any records still but that's fine yeah are you kidding me most explosive diarrhea is taken by a woman (laughs) after drinking coffee on an empty stomach you hold the record for that I probably don't. Guarantee it. No. Nope, I think you it do. It only happened once today. I think you do. I'm contacting Guinness. I'm, I'm getting you in the book. Guinness isn't in my toilet bowl. Getting you in the book. All right. Anyways, that's not what I want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records well, for. That's what you're going to be in there for, so I don't care. Most annoying would be my... Oh, we're not talking about we're not talking about what you won in high school yearbook, okay? No, I didn't win that either. But anyways, in 1990... So this was... Bef- this all... This whole scheme did start before Weiss joined it. Mm-hmm. 
So he was not the um, creator of this scheme, so to say, so to speak. But uh, he did join in and then did the most bad stuff. So in 1990, the company was actually paid for with a check of four million dollars. So they bought the company four million dollars. Now, they didn't have four million dollars. All right. They used what is called a check kitting scheme. And a check kitting scheme is when you initially write a check for more than what is in your account. But then you write a check from another account in another bank, which also has insufficient funds to cover the non-existent funds in the first account. So they like somehow I, I read this a lot of times and I'm not smart enough to understand exactly I, I also read it. I kind of get it's It's basically it takes advantage of the um, pending the floating, balance. Yeah. Yeah. So like you write it from another one. You're like, OK, here's a check for four million dollars from this account. But you have another account that you write a check to the first account for four million dollars. And in that pending account, it says that you have four million before it bounces in this account. Yes. So this first check clears. Yes. But the only thing is, though, like you got to pay the money at some point. Right. Right? Like, well, gotta, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. They probably just acquired the company, siphoned off $4 million, just put it in their account. Yes, that's exactly what they did. So they paid for the company with the company. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they did. Oh, great. Yes. Um, and then Weiss ended up, like I said before, he became involved in 1992. And Weiss and others would end up buying worthless stocks and mortgages in a series of deals that would suck hundreds of millions of dollars out of national heritage. The cash would vanish into accounts that were controlled by Weiss. Weiss was obviously not the only one, though, and there were actually about 15 other executives and lawyers that pled guilty or who were convicted in the case. Damn. Which, there there was a lot. It was very interesting. Also, the 90s were a weird place, huh? You could just, like, buy a company, and they're like, what do you accept, cash, credit, or check? Like, I could just write a check and be like, yeah, here's a check for $4 million. Yeah. That can't be the way it works now, right? Like, I can't just, like, give a check to somebody and be like, okay, your company's mine now. Right? There's got to be something. I don't know. There's like fucking, uh, what is it when you, uh, there's like a, fur, no. When you when you get a house, mm-hmm. there's a period of time when the money goes into a separate account mm-hmm. to guarantee that you have the money. Mm-hmm. Escrow? Um, escrow. They have. Whoa, I knew that. Oh, look at you. You're learning something. You remembered. I, we talked about it during the housing scandal. Like, yes. I don't remember what it was. Yes. Um, there's got to be like escrow accounts for that now, right? Where you're like, I'm going to buy your company. I, I would have- I'm going to put it into escrow so you know I have the money and I know that you're not going to take my money without giving me the company. I would have to think that there are way more. I would have to think there's a lot more red tape that you've got to go through at this point. Once again, if someone out there smarter than us knows- Messages. I don't know. I'm never going to buy. I don't think I'm ever going to buy anything. So that's fair. Except for when we buy that plumbing supply company. Well, we got to. And then we can get other people to sell our plumbing supplies. Yeah. You know, we give them a package. They buy them from us and then they sell them to other people. They like go door knives. to door, you know, like mm-hmm. that. Um, we'll call it multi-level marketing. It'll be great. Yeah. Like Avon ladies. <laughs> Pyramid plumbing supply. That's what we can call it. <laughs> Pyramid plumbing supply. Yeah, this is great. It's a great it. idea. I love it. Um, so they ran this company into the ground, and National Heritage was liquidated. And liquidated, I mean, in 1995, it had about ni- 35,000 policyholders, and most of them lost their life savings as a result of the fraud. 
Um, and honestly, people who fuck other people's retirement, they're they're just scum. Yeah, this is like this is the biggest um, victim that I think we ever cover. Absolutely, is that people have investments in many different areas in their retirement portfolios, mm-hmm. and you're literally like dooming someone to work to death now because you just wanted more money. And you know, even I know we'll probably talk about it later, but even um, Mr. Weiss uh, goes on to say that he didn't take any money from anybody but you did because all these people lost their life savings because of you right like you didn't you didn't see the ramifications of your actions but there were tons of ramifications you you have thirty five thousand policyholders whose lives have some of their lives were destroyed yeah. not maybe not all thirty five thousand lives were destroyed but they lost a bunch of money yeah and i mean i think that's what makes white white collar crime so hard is that um Unlike murder, you know, where, like, the the consequence of their actions was quantifiable. Like, you'd be like, well, that person dead. In this one, it's like, in white-collar crimes, it's like, it's a little bit more nuanced in how it affects people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. No, it totally does. Obviously. Yeah. <sighs> well, they all got caught and got in trouble. And Weiss was offered a plea deal by the government in which he would only serve five years if he took the deal. Well, guess what? He didn't do that. Take the deal, goddammit. Michael Blutrich did take a plea deal, and he's actually in witness protection now. To this day? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's because he worked with the fucking mafia. Yeah, I was like, why did he do that? And I was like, oh, the Gambino family. If you run a strip club for the mafia, you you can't just get out. It's like Richard Scrushy. A Richard Scratchy episode. You can't just get out. You're mm-hmm. in this now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I've always, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be in the witness protection program so bad. Yeah. Shave your head. You got to go by like Gregatha. Gregatha? Yeah. I think I'm more of a Molly. They assign a name to you. I don't, I don't think you get to choose. I think they're like, yeah, you're Gregatha now. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> your name is Gregatha Scrump. Oh, God. Come enjoy, on. Enjoy your That's new... That's the most fake name ever. Enjoy your new job uh, cleaning out sewer refinery plants. Bro. Weiss decided he didn't want five years in prison, and he decided to go to trial. Well, while the jury was deliberating, and just like Jan Marsalek in our Wirecard episode, Great go episode. check that yeah. out, um, Weiss decided to flee the country. I mean, yeah, what's the worst that could happen, right? You're just like, yeah, I'll just run out, pop out, you know, for a little bit, take that 23-year-old I took to Vegas with me, uh, out over, tour of Europe, you know. Yeah. I mean, he did end up doing a tour of Europe. Which is great. All I got to say is, and I, I'm, you know what, if anybody in my family listens to this episode, I'm going to be in trouble for spilling a bunch of secrets today. But anyways, my one cousin, if I've learned anything, you just got to show up to your trial because she didn't show up to her trial. And she, I mean, it wasn't a white collar crime. She had a meth lab. But anyways. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, what's, yeah. what's her name? Roxanne. Then meth lab Roxanne. Love yep. that. Yep. Meth head Roxy. Um, she, but she got arrested. She was in trouble and she didn't show up to her trial and she probably would have only gotten like a year and a half or two years, but she ended up getting seven because she didn't show up to the trial. Damn. So this guy, you know, he was about to get five years, right? So maybe he gets what? Like 10, 15? Well, we'll get there. So 
In November 1999, he was found guilty in absentia and was sentenced to 845 years in prison, three years of supervised release, a fine of three, I'm sorry, a fine of $123.4 million and was ordered to pay $125 million in restitution. There was also asset forfeitures of 57 million that were ordered man 845 years i mean hot take here but i don't think he's gonna make it to the end of that i don't think so i don't know i just don't foresee it happening me neither yeah but i guess you should have showed up to your trial (laughs) yeah if you run if you run away just kind of is kind of what you get yeah you 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 deserve it you deserve it he was sentenced on racketeering money laundering and fraud charges the restitution actually w- did end up getting paid. Yeah, because he they found him with like two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollars. They had, did. He can they did. he can give away half of that and yes. still be very rich. Yes. Um, when Weiss fled, he went to Israel, Belgium, Brazil, Austria, and the UK. He shaved. He lost weight and used prepaid phones to make up false ide- and made up false identities so that he wouldn't get caught. Uh, hi, my name is um, Gregatha. <laughs> He's like, hi, my name is Shalom. (laughs) Not Sholam, Shalom. Your name is hello, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You dummy. Probably doesn't mean just hello. It probably means something more complicated. Probably. Oh, I'm sure. Um, He had a really good time when he was on the run. He had a very lavish lifestyle. He spent a lot of money on fine dining, gambling, and sex workers. It was like an ultimate vacation. Nice. Yeah, nice. (laughs) It's just... Just this fucking guy. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna shave. I'm gonna lose weight. Uh, and Gregeth is getting his dick sucked tonight by someone that I have to, to pay for. But it is. I mean, if you saw it, his picture, it's gonna happen. If you saw his picture, I would also have to be paid to suck his dick. <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give away this mouth for free. You kidding me? Um, the FBI at one point was offering $95,000 as a reward for information about his whereabouts and capture. Mm-hmm. And this is a quote from a New York Times article that I read that I just thought was hilarious. Um, it said, because the, the article is from 2000, and it said, wherever he may be, the FBI's poster notes that he has panic attacks and may be taking Clonopin or Xanax whatever his worries he has apparently not let them interfere with a little excitement <laughs> i mean that's fair because Clon- clonopin and xanax kill your sex drive so he's still out there paying for sex workers he's L- just out there paying for this. them to a limp noodle look at this man i love that they felt the need to mention this i well yeah it had absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the article that was talking about his crimes and then they're like yeah, we're going to shit on his mental health. Now, granted, that was 2000. It was 22 years ago. Mental health was not taken as seriously. But I just thought it was hilarious because I was like, what? Like, we don't like shame him for having anxiety. Oh, I know. They felt the need to call him out in the New York <laughs> Times when now just like someone gets a panic attack because they stopped carrying the brand of Squishmallow they wanted at five below or something. Hey, listen, as someone who has panic attacks over really stupid shit all the time, it's valid. It's valid. 
They're going to have some shit to bring up on your FBI wanted poster. It's all I'm going to say. They, they will. They will. Um, it all came to an end, though. And in 2002, he was apprehended in Vienna, Austria, and extradited back to the United States. So he was on the run for like two years. Three years. Yeah, three years. Three Damn, years. Okay. Yep. And at the time of extradition, it was thought by the FBI that Weiss had control of over $250 million that had been stolen from National Heritage. Um, Weiss's sentence did cause a lot of controversy due to the length, and the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers included a clemency petition to the White House that the sentence was in retaliation for the rejection of the five-year plea deal. I think that it... I think it's because he ran. I think it's because he ran. I don't think it's because he... I mean, it might be in part because he rejected the plea deal, but I really think it's because he just... Like, if you don't... If you get found guilty and you don't show up to your sentencing... And who knows, maybe that judge just had a bad day, um, you know, like they're constipated. Um, they Or had, they just want to stick it to him. Yeah, they had coffee on an empty stomach, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. They had a bad day. Uh, <laughs> they're going to get, the, they just were just pissed off. And they're like, yeah, I'm giving you the max, bro. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. And according to his own website, Weiss claims that the sentencing was grossly unjust. Which it's called like freeshalom.com or something i think right there's another one that's called shalomweiss.com so that's just like his website mm-hmm. for him there's mm-hmm. like a free like, like oh i did see that one and i like didn't even look at it because i was like i'm not looking at this it was hilarious all right read some stuff off of it oh it's freedom for showlam.com oh god Sholem yeah. Weiss, unprecedented prison sentence, 835 years. And there's there's a lot on this, by the way. There's like a whole background Well, maybe on I should have looked at it. Uh, national heritage. Yeah, what are the, like... Yeah, 27% reduction in capital from decline in sales. It, it basically, none of it matches up with what, like, like them talking about the case is just like, oh, he just, he just helped covered it, cover it up. He didn't do anything. And they gave him 870, he, they gave him all this time and he's just a poor... A, he was a the poor, scapegoat. He's a poor old anxiety ridden, um, <laughs> limp dicked man. He shouldn't be in prison for this long. Yeah, that's no, that's website. what the other, basically his other website said the same thing. He Freedom claimed, he also claimed that he was not responsible for the losses of the company and that he should have never been made to pay the restitution. Um, he also claims that he got involved with National Heritage to save the company from collapse. Uh-huh. I'm like, is that why you had $250 million from it in your bank account? I came here to save this company money for me. I don't understand what the problem is. And then after he got extradited from um, Austria, the European Court of Human Rights and the United Nations Human Rights Committee reviewed Weiss's extradition because he was supposed to get a resentencing. Oh, so damn. when they like let him go, they were supposed to do a resentencing and then they, they just didn't do it. Um, there was also a letter from the European Court to Weiss's attorney being like, be nice to him. And apparently in Austria... Financial crimes can only have a maximum of a 10-year... You can The maximum sentence is only 10 years in prison for financial crimes, which I thought was interesting. And so mm-hmm. they were, like, trying to say to his lawyer, like, hey, just, like, make sure he only gets 10 years. But I'm like, he didn't commit the crime in Austria. I mean, anyone out there who wants to commit financial crimes... And only go to jail for 10 years, go, go to, to Austria. Austria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got all this info off his website, and it's just, like, pretty funny how the entire story is framed where Weiss was... He's, like, he didn't do anything wrong. 
It's not shocking because these criminals very rarely claim any fault for their crimes, but... I mean, they proved pretty definitively in the trial that, that he did do it, though. He so. absolutely did it. No, it's he, stupid. He fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Um, during his time in prison, he did serve as rabbi to the Jewish inmates, which I thought was interesting. All right. Just anyone can do that? Pretty sure. Anybody right. can be a pastor. Okay. Could I be a pastor? Yeah, if you went to school for it. See, you gotta go to school. Well, he like, because he had gone to yeshiva, I guess it made him... Can I, be, can I be a pastor even though I, I don't believe in God? Is that like a requirement? I think that or? you shouldn't tell people that. Is that a requirement? I would keep that part to okay. yourself. So I could, but it's just like on the down low. You're like, I run the Atheist Church of Atheism. The Atheist Church of Atheism. <laughs> yeah. what That would be a boring-ass a boring ass church. They just come and just like, I don't know, just do whatever. So... Weiss was an extremely well-connected individual. Connected to prostitutes, am I right? They're called sex workers. Okay, Anyways. sorry. They oh. said, it said prostitutes in the Wikipedia page, it which did, is why I said that. It, it did, and that's why I changed, and I changed it to sex workers, because I was like, am I going to use this outdated term? Um, he was a very well-connected individual, and his case had been discussed at the White House for a long time, and he was connected with a lot of people who worked in the crim- criminal justice legislation alongside of Jared Kushner. And if we remember, Jared Kushner is Ivanka Trump's husband. On January 19th, 2021, President Donald Trump commuted Weiss's sentence on his last Full day in office. He fucking strikes again. Oh, my God. Donald Trump uh, pardons like every single Everybody. boy. He commuted his sentence on this. But he does this to like every single person we talk about on here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like th- this is for sure like the third one. And we have another one coming up. Spoiler alert. We have another one this season that was pardoned by Donald Trump. What? <laughs> It's getting it's getting ridiculous. Well, he it was like seventy people he pardoned. Yeah, like obviously he was like, let's see, ever you get pardoned and you get pardoned, everybody get pardoned. It was like financial financial crimes cannot be a crime because, because I commit them and I'm not in jail. <laughs> um, so Weiss ended up serving eighteen years for his crime and was said to have chronic health issues. It's probably because he was blowing the back out of all those sex workers with a limp dick. Just chronic health issues is like chlamydia. Oh, I have chronic chronic health issues. He's like, I have chronic chlamydia. (laughs) Shit doesn't leave. I have lingering gonorrhea. (laughs) I've got the scabies that just won't quit. The scabies? Yeah, you can get scabies. What the fuck is scabies? It's kind of like, um... It's kind of like crabs. Oh, all right. It's like a mite in your pubic hair. All right. My friend's brother got it. Gross. And she was like, how'd you get that? And he's like, lots of skin on skin contact. <laughs> That's a, to be fair, that is that is a funny response. Yeah. So he, he gets a yeah. pass on that one. He can have the scabies. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I was like, I thought that's just what pirates got, but all right. Scurvy. Yeah, they got scurvy. They don't eat oranges. <laughs> I don't eat oranges. I never got scurvy. Well, you got vitamin C coming from somewhere then. Oh, grapefruit juice. Anyways, I love grapefruit juice. Um, the Washington Post criticized his commute, though, and said that of the inmates in federal prison, he is among the least deserving. 
And I do agree with that. He isn't sorry for any of the crimes that he committed. And he wrecked a bunch of people's lives. And I think that he should stay locked up in jail. But what do I know? His nephew says that now he is enjoying life and will devote more time to learning the Torah. But you just literally spent 18 years in prison as a rabbi. I think that's a lot of Torah time. Yeah, and there's only, it's like half the Bible. Like you I think they have other books, though. There's like one. No. Two. I don't know. I've never read the Torah. I don't think there's that much. I'm saying it's smaller than the Bible, so, you know, it's like, comparatively, it's a light read. Anyways, like always, justice was only half served. Actually, hold on. Justice was only... 46 point... Wait, that doesn't seem right. It wouldn't, shouldn't it be like 146? So 845 divided by 18, right? Other, other way. 18 oh, divided by 18, 845. All right, hold on. A quick math break, guys. Sorry, I didn't know we'd have to do that today. Justice was only 0.021% served no, in today's episode. It's 2.1%, but that's fine. What? So so that is it, but for a percentage, you have to multiply it by 100. Well, I'm just reading the decimal because I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this math lesson today. <laughs> this will probably stay in, so congratulations. Uh, it's not shocking to anyone that I uh, <laughs> failed math my first semester in college. It's fine. Anyways, Shalom Weiss oh, did only pay res- did financially pay restitution for his crimes, but he only served 18 of his 845 year sentence. There we go. He is one of many, many individuals that Donald Trump pardoned unfairly at the end of his presidency, showing once again white collar crime is a crime that is not taken seriously by the government. This is why we embark on our sixth season journey, exposing these criminals and heinous crimes that they selfishly commit. Screw you, Shalom. Screw you, Donald Trump, and screw everyone that commits a white collar crime. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of season six on white collars, red hands. If you want more, first and foremost, we have got five whole seasons that you can listen to. If you are just now joining us, you can go back and re-listen to some of the classics. It's a lot. It's like 55 episodes in total. I feel like it's more. I, You know what? Probably is. It probably is. I should know that, but I don't. We don't. Anyways, we've we've got a lot of content out there, and you know, it's your if you like us, please consume it. <laughs> but if you want even more, you can follow us. Um, we have almost all the social medias. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash white collars red hands, our Twitter at white collars pod. You can follow us on our Instagram at white collars underscore red hands. You also can check us out on YouTube at entertainment buffets, Facebook, I mean, blah, blah, entertainment buffets YouTube page where Kashan makes some really cool graphics and you can listen to the episodes there. Um, you also can check us out on our website www.whitecollarsredhands.com and if you really really like us and you really want to get in contact with us maybe you just want to give us a review or maybe you have an episode that you think we should cover you can send us an email at whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com 
And if you would like to monetarily support us, you could go to our website, click on the merch. It'll take you to Tee Public, where you can get all your white collars, red hands swag. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and there nothing quite says I love you like a mug or a hoodie from white collars, red hands. But if you want to support us in another free way, we do have review we we would love a review we would love a review on itunes our analytics show that 80 percent of you are listening right now on itunes and uh you can leave us a little review we love a five-star review but we also love an honest review so if you want to give us four stars and give us a critique on how we could be better uh do that we and now, Spotify offers reviews for podcasts. So if you are listening on Spotify, please, please, please go and rate us. It would help us out a lot. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars, Red, Red Hands. Hands.